as a Slytherin, if you were going to get cursed with, you know, mm-hmm. if, if let's say that you had to pick what part of you was going to get turned red and gold, your oh, hair, okay. skin, or robes, which one would you pick? Red and gold? Because yeah. I'm a Slytherin yeah. and it would be the, the Gryffindors yeah. and they'd be like, <laughs> it's Gryffindor colors. Okay. Okay. I see. I see. I see. I see. Um, I don't know. I think... <sighs> Robes is just like a lot of real estate for for uh-huh. red and gold to be like no. Uh-huh. And skin's also a lot of real estate, so I might have to go with hair just based on um uh-huh. square f- footage. Cuz the spinner landed on hair, skin, and robes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh. You know we really love you. Our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it naturally. There's no point in hiding, so feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend, you can count on me. You can count on me. You can count on me. Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Should we stop the putt? Are you okay? (laughs) It's a Harry Potter fan fiction (laughs) podcast, 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 podcast. (laughs) Welcome to the pod. Um, That was a stupid bit. We didn't plan that bit. We just do this. Garbage right off the top of our heads. No. Oh. Before we do the fan fiction part of our fan fiction podcast, right. we do uh, the bullshit part of our fan fiction podcast. Right. Do you want to start? First, <laughs> yes, I do want to start today because um, I've been talking about this on my guest portions of other podcasts, uh-huh. but I have yet to talk about it on this podcast uh-huh my my podcast uh-huh. um i'm doing a second podcast <laughs> i have a second podcast <laughs> because i'm insane because i'm a crazy person and i was like you know what i want to do with the two hours of time i have per week <laughs> left over <laughs> not relax uh-huh. why would i do that i am uh Premiering my second podcast on Halloween. Mm-hmm. And it's called But Make It Scary. It is a dark comedy podcast where we take romantic films and turn them into scary movies. Now you say we. We should be clear here. It's not you. <laughs> but, some, but 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 only sometimes. <laughs> It is me, and whichever guest I happen to be able to convince to do my stupid podcast Mm -hmm. that week, (laughs) which will sometimes be you. I mean, yeah, (laughs) undoubtedly, sometimes it will be me. I mean, I have all this equipment and a lot of free time. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm really excited about it, and I'm very nervous, but I'm very excited about it. Yes, I've heard the first episode as kind of a teaser, and Mm -hmm. oh man, I'm excited for all of you to listen as well. It's really good. 
You've Thank done you. some I... nice some nice stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically writing fan fiction on a second <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, hey, you spooky verse. <laughs> yeah, spooky verse fan fiction. <laughs> Oh. Um, if you want to like keep updated on that, you can follow at But Make It Scary on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I'll be posting updates and teasers, and you'll get to find out what the first movie we're gonna do is and who the guests are gonna be. And so just follow over there and uh I would appreciate that. Thank you. Hell yeah. <laughs> but make it scary coming to Podcatchers near you on October 31st. Another announcement. It's As per usual. We're going to keep this this train, these, this America announcement train going for a little longer, you know, because yep. we're in hell or whatever. <laughs> Hello from true. America. We're in hell. If you're in hell, too, please vote. <laughs> so this episode drops October 12th. And you and I should be getting our ballots that week. I'm really excited. Do you have a do you have a voting plan? I have a voting plan. Uh, yeah, tell us your voting plan. Fine, you don't want to share? Whatever. I'm going to be getting my ballot in the mail this week. Um, I've already looked through the options. They posted those recently. So I looked through the options. I'm ready to vote. I'm excited to vote. And then I'm going to drive my ballot to the nearest drop-off box. There's one at a library close by. So I'm really excited. My voting plan is the same as yours, except that we are in different counties. Correct. And so we have different stuff on our ballots. Yep. There's some stuff about parks on mine. I like parks. Me too. Uh, <laughs> parks are good. Parks are wholesome. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. So that's what we're doing Y'all should make a voting plan as well. Be ready to vote as quickly and as easily as possible. As soon as you get your ballot, if you're in one of those lucky states where you're going to be getting a ballot in the mail, or, uh, you know, just make a plan. Make sure you're registered. Yeah. Get ready. If you have the ability to take November 3rd off of work and you are in a place where you can... Um, go volunteer at the polls sometimes they'll pay you it's not always a volunteer thing yeah so working pay. the polls is good if you have the ability to have the time off work and if you're feeling comfortable not, going uh, out and being on there. election day i mean a lot of places are running early voting so already yeah. places are already voting so if you've already voted yeah. good job we're so proud of yeah. you yay <laughs> excellent i think we've yelled about voting enough for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> do you have something else for us? You had something else for us you're giggling about. I do. Okay, so um we had uh -huh. we had a listener that uh -huh. was like, okay, so you're sick of people saying Miney or Herms as a nickname for Hermione. We are. So I went into a nickname generator oh, no. and decided to generate some nicknames for you. Um they put <laughs> Hermione Jean Granger in there. Okay. Um, and this was sent to us by uh, Talia. And she... <laughs> There's some really good ones here. Right. Um, such as Hermella. <laughs> Grangy. <laughs> Fuck. Jean the Bean. <laughs> 
Gene the Machine. <laughs> Gene the Bean Machine. Keen Gene the Bean Machine. Although I do love Hermela. There's a whole list here. And I'll probably just post that somewhere at some point. Put it up on our blog or some shit. I don't know. Fuck. But Hermela, Grangy, and Gene the Bean are just like top tier. Very early in the podcast for you to be making me cry like this. I didn't. I mean, I uh, I didn't make you cry. Talia is the one that did. All right, to us. <laughs> Whew. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sending those, Talia. I will put the rest somewhere else, and there'll be a link somewhere as well. But cool, cool yeah. story. Hermela. All right. Fuck. Use Fuck. it forever. <laughs> Fuck. Let's. Um... Fuck. Are we ready to read fan fiction now? I gotta breathe for a second. <laughs> Thinking about Keen Gene the Bean Machine. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I've stopped crying, maybe. Okay. So maybe we're ready. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Let's do some fan fiction. I've got two today. Oh, that's a lot of point opportunities, my dude. Yeah, it is. It a is. Point opportunities for I've, I've, me. I feel okay, though. I feel okay about this. TBH. <laughs> Um, make sure to tweet your predictions at us, hashtag fanfic divination, answer our story on Instagram, um, or email them to us or whatever. Uh Uh-huh. Here are your clues. Clue number one. The story is called Snake in a Gilded Cage. Mm. Okay, 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 Um, okay, okay. You know what? I'm going to give you the AO3 tag it has. I'm not going to okay. give you... I, I tagged it myself, but I'm going to give you the AO3 tag instead. It's tagged right. pre-slash. Pre-slash? Yep. Okay. And this sucker came out a post-Half-Blood Prince. Mm. Okay. I am going in a, in a very specific direction with this, and that may or may not be a good idea, but here we go. All right. Prediction number one, this is dreary. Okay. Prediction number two, this is a rescue f- mission fan fiction. Okay. Prediction number three, um, in this fan fiction, Draco joins the trio to go on their next adventure. All righty. Okay. <laughs> Don't smile at me like that. Damn it. Dude. Is this a real snake? <laughs> Yeah, drop those predictions to us wherever you know. <laughs> Fuck, man, before I get into this, some of our listeners did so well with the last episode. Aww. It's not People. fair. People got three points. They were raking them in. <sighs> and I mean, there was so much that was obvious about it. In the Discord, I'm getting roasted in the Discord also. Someone was like, even Kim got a point. And I was like, Oof, ouch, owie. Wow, 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 wow. You burned me. <laughs> I think I'm dying. Ooh, that's a good burn. <sighs> All right, anyway, we'll see how everyone else does. 
with yeah. snake in a gilded cage. This story oh, was sent God. in by one of our dear listeners. So thank you to Vanessa for sending this our way. Amazing. Lord Voldemort hated incompetence, especially when it seemed to stem from his own subordinates. Uh, does it, I mean, most of his subordinates are incompetent. <laughs> Yeah, this is a hard yeah. problem to have. Yeah, 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 for this yeah. Dude. That's very true. It's got to be one that's good at their job. Are any of them good at their jobs? It's not like Voldemort's uh, very good at his job either. Let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> I can't think of one that's particularly good at their job. <laughs> Veneer Greyback, his job is just kind of suck generally. Yeah, so. he does succeed at sucking. <laughs> Um, Remus J. Lupin, loyal supporter of Albus Dumbledore, was currently being treated at St. Mungo's for injuries relating to a Death Eater raid. Oh, no. Lupin, no. The raid had been staged with the plan to injure one of the Order of the Phoenix badly enough to require a trip to St. Mungo's. Lucius still had his contacts within the wizarding world, and he could lower the security long enough for Voldemort to apparate in and pick a semi-conscious Lupin's mind for intelligence on Dumbledore's next move. Yo, this is a way better plan. This is such a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. such a better plan than anything Voldemort actually (laughs) tried to execute in the whole fucking... Wow. Right? Oh, dang. I was really impressed when I heard this. I was like, yeah, that's that's a good idea. Why do they not? Why do they not? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Hashtag good plan. Yeah. Because Dumbledore is so like, I don't know. He's so paranoid all the time and like separating information and not telling anyone the full story. But we don't really ever see any Order of the Phoenix members get mind read. Maybe, but I feel like it's really under you. Like, if you can it is for sure. mind read, yeah. Like, you should be utilizing that more all the time. Mm. This is a good plan. I'm impressed yeah. so far. There were risks involved, of course, but none of his other Death Eaters were nearly as strong of a legend. Leg, leg, lego, and uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> mind reader is he. Legomans? Legolas. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> uh, you know, I could look these like Harry Potter words up before I start reading these to you out loud. Ever? No, 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 no. Why not? Why Fuck. would you do that? Why Fuck. would you do that? get to hear my the fact that I never really read these very carefully as a child? Legolamans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I was still saying the things in the book as I had read them as a child, I would mm-hmm. be calling Hermione Hermione or whatever. <laughs> so we've yep. all grown. Sure. I haven't, but you know, sure. <laughs> the risks were worth taking if he could get information to crush Dumbledore and leave Harry Potter unprotected. Except mm. he wasn't in the right ward at all. <laughs> Oh, no. Oopsies. Oopsie whoopsies. Oh, no. Is he going to fall in love? I don't know. Yes. He's going to fall in love. Oh, jeez. Is this Lockhart slash a cut? Get fucking... Get fucking... Get fucking... Damn it. 
Thank you. Two in a row, baby. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, now I'm mad, but also really happy. <laughs> oh. Except he wasn't in the right ward at all. The figures resting on the beds looked familiar, but none of them were Lupin. Hello. Are you here for an autograph? <laughs> Bit late, you know, a voice from behind him said. Oh, my God. What is this shit? Why are you doing this? Why are the listeners helping you with this? <laughs> I don't know. I like it. It's stupid. Oh, this man. is nothing. <laughs> Damn it all! Apparently one of the patients was still awake. Well, there went stealth. He grabbed his wand <laughs> and turned to go for the killing curse. Wow. Fuck. Guess I have to murder everyone in this murder. hospital. <laughs> That's how I play uh, uh, stealth video games, right? Oh, would you get caught? You just kill everyone? Kill everyone? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. I don't know how Lockhart's going to dodge this. <laughs> <laughs> the man sitting up in bed was giving him a bemused look. Voldemort paused, a bit disoriented. He'd seen a lot of people in their last moments. Like a lot of people. Wow, yeah, he's like killed a, so like a many lot people. Of people. <laughs> <laughs> the expressions on their faces tended to blur together. <laughs> Killed so many people. I can't even remember. This Lockhart doesn't know what's going on. No. <laughs> the expressions on their faces tended to blur together. Fear, rage, determination. He'd never seen someone so calm. Just because he has no idea what's going on. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, what's happening? Oh, it's nice to see you. <laughs> Are you visiting me? Oh, oh, me? You your wands out? Oh, are you going to get us some tea? You! Don't you know who I am? Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. I forget. Every how, how time. How forget? Every time I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it so much recently, too. I'm, I'm getting a lot of Voldemort sent to me. Yes. It's because people, the people, they, they want it. They want the voice. They've not found a Xenophilius fic yet. I, oh yeah! I am. I'm like thankful every time I go into my story submissions and I scroll through, and I'm like, "Whew, no Zeno. We're safe another day." Like a like a like a like a beatnik. I don't want to talk about who Xenophilius <laughs> is. You know what to do, listeners. You can't find any. There isn't any. Ha. Well, no, actually, have we met? I am Lord Voldemort. Voldemort stared at the patient. Mm. He was a rather attractive man. Which weekly's greatest smile. Yeah, buddy. Probably in his 30s, but careful applications of wrinkle-reducing charms and anti-aging spells made that a bit unclear. He looked familiar. That's right. He had seen Bella practicing her hexes on a target with this man's picture on it. <laughs> Love this. Amazing. I love this bit. <laughs> when he inquired, she'd explained he had been a fellow Slytherin and an ex-boyfriend during school. I was about to say there's got to be there's got to be a backstory to that. Hell yeah, there is. Amazing. Yeah. I, I think, like okay, I like that he's a Slytherin in this fan fiction. Yes. 
Yes, yes, because yes, yes. He's a fucking Slytherin. Oh yeah, he's got such huge Slytherin energy. Yeah. And I, I, when I found out he was a Ravenclaw, I was like, I mean, that also works. I think fine. I think he probably maybe had a bit of like a shift. Like he he was he went out pursuing knowledge for knowledge's sake, and then wasn't very successful, and then maybe was like, "What if I just, <laughs> what if I just, <laughs> instead, what if I just, <laughs> uh huh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think he's a very ambitious Ravenclaw, and yeah, maybe I- maybe he had a bit of a change in priorities at some point." Yeah, they do sort very young. Here's yep. the thing, though. I what? like him in Slytherin. Oh, and yeah. I, this this him slash Bellatrix thing is fucking nuts. <laughs> I like it a lot. Oh, man. Yeah, I love that. Well, the man was a Slytherin. That counted for something. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it does, I suppose, in Voldemort's whatever. Voldemort, you fucking suck. Eat shit. <laughs> I'm Gilderoy. Would you like an autograph? I get a lot of requests for them. Letters, too. He smiled and gestured to the boxes of letters placed by his bed. Just oh. let me get out a quill. I thought for a second that he was going to have be like making up those letters. He's going to gesture next to his bedside. And, and there's, there's nothing? Nothing. No, we know, we know people are still sending him stuff. Oh, that's true. The, wizarding, we wor- that. the, the wizarding world has not forgotten about Gilderoy. I still love him. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he sucks. Beautiful fraud. <laughs> Hell yeah. Voldemort found himself smiling back. Oh, wait a moment. Why? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Why though? Because look at look at this look at this Gilderoy boy. <laughs> He's very uh, handsome. Yeah. <laughs> oh Man. my god. I don't know what it is about Gilderoy that makes me want him to be paired with people who suck. <laughs> I don't know. Probably because he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, wow, his wow, wow. Uh, Voldemort's uh, heart grew three sizes that day or whatever. Eh, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but he is definitely into the whatever's happening in front of him. Voldemort found himself smiling back. Wait a moment, damn it. He was not supposed to like people, even he when- He was not supposed to smile. <laughs> smile. <laughs> he was not supposed to like people, even when they were good looking and charismatic. <laughs> he was a dark lord, and people should be fearing him or respecting him, not giving him autographs. Oh, but don't you Ooh. want one? Kind of. I want one. Don't you just, but don't you just want one? Yeah. I think I do. <laughs> I'll, I'll take an autograph. Yeah. That sounds good, actually. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Gilderoy had found his paper and quill. Here we go. I'll just go and sign this to my excellent friend, Lord Vold... <laughs> How do you spell that again? A V-O-L... It suddenly dawned on Voldemort where he had heard that name before. It had been part of Wormtail's briefing on Potter. Gilderoy Lockhart had been Potter's defense against the dark arts teacher in his second year. Ah. If Voldemort's memory served him, and it always did... (laughs) 
stupid. Lockhart had been incapacitated by a spell from one of Potter's little friends and lost his memory. He had also been quite a celebrity in the wizarding world. He could be useful, especially in the state he's in. Mm, Yes. Yeah. He's he's looking for those influencers. (laughs) (laughs) How many Instagram followers do you think Gilderoy has? A lot. Gilderoy would be so big on Insta. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, he would. That's so funny. (laughs) Gilderoy, how would you like to come with me on a trip? Voldemort tried to look bright and cheery and unthreatening, but ended up with a smile that would make small children wet their pants. (laughs) Yeah, no. Let's go on a trip. Actively doesn't have a nose or whatever. (laughs) It's like, let's... (laughs) Uh, trip? But the healers... I'm sure the healers won't mind. We can tell them later. Besides, aren't you tired of staying in the building all the time? Well, when you put it like that, all of these nice witches write to me about all these things I've done. He gestured to the letters again, looking wistfully Mm. at them. Must be nice to do things besides write autographs. Excellent. Get your things. We're leaving. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Going on a little trip. What things? He's got a box of letters and some pajamas. <laughs> yeah, he's got to take all his letters with him. Yeah. He hasn't responded to all of them yet. And as yeah. we know, Gilderoy Lockhart responds to every letter he receives and sends an autograph. That's really dedicated, TBH. It it's really a lot of work. Is. Yeah. He's got to get so much. Well, there's only like 10 wizards. <laughs> As we always come back to, there are only ten wizards. So it's probably not that much work, actually. Later, Lucius Malfoy would wonder about the amount of time his boss was spending alone with his new guest. When he asked, he was told sharply that the Dark Lord was preparing Lockhart for his subversive work in creating sympathy for their cause. (laughs) He didn't ask further questions. Too many questions to Voldemort tended to meet with answers that involved the Cruciatus curse. Mm. Besides, whatever it was, it seemed to be going well. Lucius swore he caught the Dark Lord smiling after his sessions with Lockhart. Again? (laughs) The end. Oh, wow. I like, you know what I really like about that story? What? I like that it started out with like a really actually actively decent evil plan. Yeah. Um, And then devolves. Yeah. Into silliness. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. Oh my goodness gracious. God, that pairing is so nuts. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Can't believe I did it two episodes in a row. I, yeah. I, I realized what I was about to do this morning when I was looking at the stories I'd picked, and I was like, wait a second. This is stupid. <laughs> it's like that time when I read those two stories in the same episode that were both the the new Defense Against the Dark Arts <laughs> teacher gets killed, yeah. and I didn't realize I'd done it. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. That's good. Woo. Anyway, all of your predictions were wrong. I know. 
I just I I had a, I had a strong feeling, and I went in a very specific direction. <laughs> you certainly did. Snake in a gilded cage. Snake in gilded. a gilded cage. I was gilded. worried that it was like I was like, oh man, is saying priest slasher gonna give it away with the title? We'll see how the listeners do, but it didn't yeah. for you. I'm interested to see because I really, really, I'm, in my brain, I was like, no, this has got to be, it's post-Half-Blood Prince. Mm-hmm. It's got to be about mm-hmm. Draco. Yeah, 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 yeah. Being trapped in his his glitzy, glamorous I thought I thought your second prediction was really funny because it was, this story was the exact opposite of that instead of yeah. a rescue mission and <laughs> <laughs> kidnapping mission. <laughs> yeah. Dang well, it. That's what I get for going all in one, all in, yep, in one yep, direction. That was a mistake. I don't yeah. know that you would have gotten any of this anyway, though, so. No, I wouldn't have. Oh, well. Are you ready for the next one? Yes. <laughs> you don't look ready. I'm not. <laughs> all right. This one is called Voldy's Quest. Oh, jeez. It came out post Goblet of Fire. And the genre? The fucking genre, man, okay. is humor slash humor. <laughs> God fucking damn it. That, that is nothing. Oh, God damn it. Humor slash humor. Why are you allowed to do that? Ugh. I don't. Well, this is this is from ff.net, right? Yeah. Okay. This is there was. I mean, you know that we were in the dark ages of technology or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we were. Post Goblet of Fire. This is old boy. Nobody knew how to restrict it, <laughs> so that you could only choose humor once. And then the author was like, "I'm supposed to choose two genres, but it's only humor." <laughs> oh, you say author. Authors? Oh, fuck. Okay. What's the title again? Voldy's Quest. Prediction number one. Voldemort's quest is that he had a crave, a food craving <laughs> and needs, is questing to get that specific food. Good. Um, Prediction number two. Let me know if this is not going to fly. Um. Uh-huh. Voldemort goes on his quest with one or multiple OCs written by various authors. I think we'll have to talk about that one, but that's fine. Okay. Um, Prediction number three, Uh this fan fiction is a time travel fan fiction. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Nice work. Nice work Uh, all around. uh, I'm excited. This is some stupid shit. Uh, humor slash humor. <laughs> <laughs> the Dark Lord Voldemort was sitting in his throne room. Peter Pettigrew. Yeah, throne room. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Silly. Peter Pettigrew, the worm, was trembling in the middle of the room. Voldemort was thinking about how to kill his arch enemy, Harry Potter, while he was the most vulnerable. Mm. As he generally is. Yeah, that's usually what he's up yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Wormtail, you will make me a potion that will take me to Harry Potter, that's Voldemort nothing. said. <laughs> yeah, that's really nothing. Wow. 
Voldemort needs that same spell that Snape has. Oh, the summon when someone's doing something stupid? Yeah. Wait, isn't that Draco? That that, well, whatever. <laughs> Everyone has that. Wait, no, he just needs to say Harry's name. Never mind. <laughs> no. <laughs> How many callbacks can we fit in one sentence? Pew, 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 pew. Stupid. Peter trembled a bit more. But master, Wormtail said, if I make the potion, I might accidentally kill you. Oh, the stakes. In reality, he was thinking, yes, let me make a potion. Let me kill you so I can take over. Oh, Swarmtail's really devious. Wow. Not right, but fine. No, he does not have that much forethought. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Imagine him in charge of all the Death Eaters. Oh, my God. Oh, man. You thought Voldemort's plans were bad? Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that would be real bad. He's like, here's the thing. What if, and I'm just spitballing here, what if we all turned into rats for like 12 years? (laughs) (laughs) Lull everyone into a false sense of security, and then... (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Voldemort put a hand to his chin and thought. Then a 20-watt candle appeared over his head. A what? A 20-watt candle. It was a candle because an evil wizard like Voldy doesn't use or need anything that is muggle-made or has to do Mm. with muggles. This is a cartoon we're watching. Oh, we're watching a cartoon. Yes. Okay. Instead of a light bulb, he gets a candle. Okay. Because he had an idea. Because this is a cartoon. Okay. But it yeah. is a 20-watt candle, and I think that's... Whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> that's nothing, but fine. <laughs> uh, fine. Then go get that prisoner. What's her name? Voldemort ordered. Mm. You mean... Good old what's her name. You, need, you mean Phoenix, my lord? Oh. Guess how many X's Phoenix has in it. It's two. <laughs> I was going to guess three. <laughs> ah, three's too many. Are you ridiculous? Don't be ridiculous. It's two. Phoenix. Silly. You mean Phoenix, my lord? Wormtail said, <laughs> trembling worse and worse as each second passed. Yes, bring her to me, Voldemort told him again. Regretting every second, Voldemort, parentheses, author's note. Oops, we meant Wormtail. Wait, no, just to just, just to just, use the backspace key. <laughs> <laughs> ah! No, ah! authors. No. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Look, they ate. So much candy. Oh my god. An incredible amount. Probably a few Mountain Dews, too. Probably. Yeah. It's 11 p.m. on a school night. Mm -hmm. They ate a mountain of candy. (laughs) And they're on um they're on MSN Messenger. Yes. Typing this out one sentence. Yes. A hundred percent. That energy is like 
yep. radiating from yep. this fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Voldemort. Oops, we meant Wormtail. Did what he was told. <laughs> so good. Amazing. He left the throne room and made his way toward the dungeons. When he reached the cell holding Phoenix, he skidded to a stop to watch her. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, gotta keep doing it. She was glaring and snarling and generally scaring the shit out of the wall. <laughs> Wow, that's a real talent. Good. She must be really scary. Mm. Yep. Nope. She was sitting cross-legged on the floor, arms crossed. She was muttering to herself, Stone floor, stone walls, stone ceiling. Is there anything here not made of hardened minerals? What is happening? What is is happening? Can anyone tell me what is happening? Is this a reference to something? Somebody help me. (laughs) I think she just really (gasps) hates rocks. Like rocks. Yeah. Like that. That's good. She only likes soft minerals. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wormtail cleared his throat and she turned her glare to him. If looks could kill, he would be dead, buried, and half-eaten by maggots. Damn. Got him. <laughs> my, my master has need of you, he told her, opening the cell. She got up and brushed imaginary dirt off of her clothes. Voldemort mm. loved a clean and tidy lair. Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> yeah, it's a very clean cell <laughs> to keep prisoners in. As she walked past him, she banged him against the wall as his presence was annoying her. Mm-hmm. This is like really? the equivalent of like shoving him into a locker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Fuck. Don't do that. That's mean. Then, nose in the air, she stalked off to the throne room. When she entered, she found Voldemort doing the Macarena with Ravenclaw's ghost, the Grey Lady. Amazing. Amazing! Look at this thing. I found you. (laughs) (laughs) What is happening? I think one of the authors is maybe a little sillier than the other one. Do you do you get that vibe? Yeah. Every once in a while, when it gets to that specific person on MSN Messenger, they're like, and then there was the mockery, and then there was a twenty-one candlestick. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. They're one. They're they might be my favorite one. They're yeah. Doing, they're making I mean, okay. Some big here's moves. the thing. They've got the right dynamic, the comedy duo dynamic. You got the straight person, and then you got the silly person. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just like here. <laughs> Is that real? <laughs> I don't know. Um. I don't yeah. Know. I mean, I can see that Voldemort would prefer dances that had um, like a prescribed set of moves you, you think know? Voldemort likes line dancing is yeah, that what I, you're saying I just think that he probably doesn't have the natural ability to okay. just like bust a move you know he needs to be given he needs to be given the steps uh-huh. and then it makes him feel a little bit more empowered to to be dancing uh huh this checks out for me continue <laughs> I like it. 
uh, she, referring to Phoenix, raised an eyebrow and cleared her throat. At once, he stopped dancing and returned to his throne. <laughs> you may Is leave, just... ghost. Leave, ghost! <laughs> Very for dancing purposes only. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Ah, Phoenix! You will make me a potion and you will like it! He ordered in his I'm an evil bastard and I know it voice. Mm-hmm. We're familiar. Uh-huh. Sure. I will make you a potion, but I will not like it, she said. Setting boundaries. (laughs) Yes, she is. (laughs) Then she gathered a bunch of ingredients together and started to Mm. put them in at random in a giant cauldron. At random? Some of this, some of these. Here we go. Some of those. Yeah. (laughs) Is she supposed to be making the potion that takes him to Harry Potter? Yes. I don't know why he can't just, you know. Why doesn't he? Yeah. Why doesn't? She's a potions expert. All the all the ingredients are apparently just there in the throne room. Apparently. She went, well, she got, yeah, I don't know. Seems like they were accessible. Five explosions and a new lair later, the potion was finished. A new lair? She blew up the lair. Okay. Well, she is throwing things into a cauldron at, at random. random. Yep. <laughs> what else you would expect? <sighs> Voldemort drank the potion and was taken to the middle of a forest. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. The Forbidden Forest? It was bright and sunny, so oh. naturally, Voldemort hated it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Duh. He only likes uh, the his throne room uh-huh. and the Macarena. Yep. He likes two things. <laughs> <laughs> there was a stir from behind a bush, and Voldemort turned around, his hand on his wand. Fuck, fuck, here we go. Are you fucking ready? Are you fucking ready? This next sentence, my friend, you're going to be, I think, disappointed. Okay, all right, okay, all right, okay. Three people and a little yellow rat came out from behind the bush. What? What? You don't know where we are yet? Okay, we'll continue. No. One was a tall man that looked as though he was squinting. No! No! What? what did you do? Let Why me do this! Let me do this! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Damn it, I'm so mad! <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Uh, I had to pay off. This is the payoff from episode whatever, Ethan Sisters. (laughs) It is? Sure. Okay. Uh, One was a tall man that looked as though he was squinting. Then he opened his eyes wide and yelled, Woohoo! I can see! Then he ran off in search of every pretty girl he could ogle. I mean, sure, sure. Another had red hair pulled into a ponytail. She screamed and ran off. Why? He's Why scary. Voldemort oh. is scary. That's true. I forgot. He scared he Brock's the... eyes open. 
He was doing the Macarena like so recently. That was five yeah. explosions and a new layer ago. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. <laughs> the one that remained was a dark haired, somewhat naive looking boy. He had the little yellow rat on his head. The little yellow rat's cheeks started to spark at the authors for calling it a little yellow rat and would shock them if they didn't stop. Oh, yes. Pikachu can see and hear the authors. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I love it in these fan fictions when... The authors become integrated into yes! the story. Yes. It's so good. What's better than this? <laughs> Someone tell me. Don't tell me. <laughs> Nothing's better than this. <laughs> then Mewtwo appeared and said, Ash Ketchum, this man is evil. Let me protect you. Okay. The sure. boy responded, Okay. Then, Voldemort started to do the Macarena. Again? Yes. Is is this, does he just do this when he's nervous? <laughs> yeah. I feel like maybe it's just a coping mechanism. Yeah. He's like, I'm stressed. I'm stressed about this happening. situation. I don't know what's going on. Let's do the Macarena. The Macarena, I find the Macarena extremely calming. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> then Ash and the little yellow rat, author's you note, oops, we mean Pikachu. Yeah, um, Pikachu and now, will shock you, authors. Come on. And then we get a really extended bit of the authors. <laughs> um, we've got some, we've got two colons and then two slashes demarcating between the two authors. Excellent. Visually. Yeah. Because, you know, you got to tell the difference between them somehow, I guess. I don't know. Exactly. So Pikachu shocks them. One of them makes a crown out of the electricity, but they, well, no, they make it into a slinky and then they, (laughs) and then they use that as a crown. (laughs) And then the other author's like, no, don't do that. We have to keep writing. And they take the slinky away. Yeah. I mean, you got. It's good to have at least one of the authors that's like pinning this down and being. We've like, got to finish we writing. Come on, we got to. We got these ideas. The stories. <laughs> we've got to, the text. <laughs> um, incredible. Yeah. This my slinky. <laughs> this is this is. We've never done anything particularly like this on the podcast. Yeah. But this is just like. Yes. <sighs> Yes. This is this is perfect. This is how most fan fictions from this time period are. Yes. It is. <laughs> oh, authors. Great. I love you. They're like, I'm tired of writing the story. I'm going to write some stuff about me now. <laughs> where does I love that it. Where does that come from? I like it. Like where does the drive to do that? Like what inspires an author to I love it. I love it. So funny. Um, okay. Okay. So that was a really extended parenthetical. So Great. let's go back to the beginning of this sentence. Then Ash and Pikachu mm-hmm. uh, started to do the Macarena as well. Oh, that's an interesting. I I wouldn't know that the that the Macarena existed in the, in the Pokemon well, it's, universe. It's not very hard. You know, it's like there's only so many moves. Oh, I'm gonna hit the microphone. <laughs> 
just hit the microphone doing the Macarena. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that's good. Oh, you're doing a great job. Is there a high five in your version of the Macarena? <laughs> that was a good visual bit. <laughs> Stupid. Okay. Um, Mewtwo joined in and all of them were doing the Macarena. <laughs> they danced the Macarena for years after. Oh my God. <laughs> Voldemort forgot all about Harry Potter and why he wanted to kill him. Mm-hmm. We've the got Macarena. another extended author's bit here before we go to an epilogue. So <laughs> fuck an epilogue. <laughs> All right, so we get the authors. Uh, the author that had the slinky taken away is still sad that her slinky's gone, but then she finds a koosh ball. Oh, wow. But it belongs to the other author, who we find out here is her cousin. They're cousins. Oh, no, that's great. I love Isn't that. Isn't that good? That's so, so cute. cute. And so author number one's like, no, give me my koosh ball back. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, like, run around. <laughs> Author number one does ask for reviews here. Mm, good. And they fight over the koosh ball. Epilogue. Wow. This, is, this is transporting me back in time. I can, yes. I can barely handle this. Oh, my goodness. I think, I think you're right. This does really feel like it was written over MSN Messenger or something. It had right? to have been. Yeah, 100%. <sighs> transported i'm transported transported it's a shame they can't capture all of the cool glitter and stuff that they were undoubtedly using oh yeah dang it epilogue (laughs) brock eventually married a nurse joy and an officer jenny and they have wild passionate threesomes every night and are very happy good for him misty eventually died and the world was better for it oh Get some out of nowhere misty bashing. Holy shit. (laughs) Wow, that's so... That's a lot. It is. It is indeed. I didn't see that coming. (laughs) Out of nowhere misty bashing? No. Twist. Whoo, okay. Nice. Phoenix, parentheses, author two. Oh found out she was a long lost demon queen she married slinky who turned out to be a demon playing tricks and moved to the demon realm they are currently king and queen and are very happy nice good for them uh diva author one eventually got over the loss of slinky and married koosh who turned out to be the second cousin to slinky's third aunt twice removed they moved to the cha realm where mm. Diva is now queen to be. This is a lot. This is a lot. We're not I'm, quite done yet. Here's the thing. I'm like a little bit overwhelmed with information right now. This yeah, we're getting a lot of information lot. as bullet points. <laughs> <laughs> I I really do appreciate when an epilogue is bullet points, though. Like, yes. just tell me what I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> Diva wasn't even a character in the story. No, but the authors were characters in the story. They were there. Pikachu could acknowledge them. Pikachu could see them. Ah! Ash and Mewtwo (laughs) made out and are very happy together torturing Giovanni. 
What the fuck? Pikachu ran off with Meowth. <laughs> Voldemort died dancing the Macarena. Oh my god. <laughs> Wormtail was killed during the third and a half explosion. <laughs> That happened during the story. Why is that the <laughs> epilogue? <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Harry got bored waiting for Voldemort to kill him, graduated from Hogwarts, and moved to Bermuda, where he is happily living on the hidden island in the Bermuda Triangle. Merlin sometimes visits him from the past. Amazing. The end? Um, um... Look at this. Look what I found. (laughs) Honestly, I am really stoked that this happened because I run across this kind of stuff all the time and just dismiss it offhand. You're wrong. And I'm wrong. And you have proven me wrong. And... That was a wild roller coaster adventure. This was, I think, our first crossover fic. It is. This is our first crossover fic. Honestly, I think it is fitting that it was Pokemon. (laughs) It was either going to be Pokemon, Star Trek, or X Men. What are you talking about? Because you wouldn't find a crossover? Exactly. (laughs) Why not? You were going to do it. Because you were going to do it. I found some Spider-Man crossovers, too, and they're just not right for the pod, and it's sad every time. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was so incredible. I have a question about my predictions. I have several questions about my predictions. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Did I get anything right? That's actually just one question. Okay. Um, The second one... Depending on whether or not you would count Phoenix sending Voldemort on his quest as her going with him on the quest, no, then you get no points. I don't think anyone went with him on his quest. I do. Well, I was too specific about that because it isn't a time travel fan fiction, but there was time travel in the fan fiction. It wasn't time travel specifically. There was at the very end. Merlin time travels oh, to see Harry. Fuck. But it was not a time travel fan fiction. I don't know that he's, don't know that he's time traveling. It said. Did it say it time It said. Traveling? He visits him from the past. Oh, yeah. Merlin's time traveling to visit Harry. Yes. But what was your prediction? My, my prediction was that it would be a time travel fan fiction. Oh, it yeah. Not. It's not that. It's not that. There was time travel in it, but it's not a time travel fan it's fiction. Too, it's, too, it's too specific. Yeah, I felt pretty confident that you weren't going to get that that was a Pokemon crossover. Of course I wasn't. It wasn't like it was titled Voldemort. Um, Voldemort becomes the best there ever was. You know, like it was, it was like, what the what was I? Voldemort and Pikachu's adventure. Yeah. I, I didn't think you were going to guess that, oh, today's the day that Kim's going to hit me with a crossover. <laughs> yeah. With a lot of, of weird AN not. stuff in it. <laughs> A lot of really gold AN Solid stuff in it. fucking Solid gold. God damn, my gold. dude. We fucked uh, up not Koosh doing ball? it until now. A yeah. ball? Slinky, Koosh ball, <laughs> and an off screen mountain of candy. <laughs> an implied mountain of candy. <laughs> an implied MSN messenger. Oh, okay. Um, that was incredible. That was an incredible 
high that I will never be able to come down from. Um, what's next? We got to do a segment. <laughs> All right. Okay. Sequoia, someone's knocking on the door. I think we have a visitor. Perhaps they're an original character. It's time for your, the listeners, OC submissions. <laughs> I'm so excited. Today, knocking on the door, our new friend is Clara Annalise Paquette. Okay. A half Vila, half wizard. Yes, she is. Um, She has a really, really rich, wonderful backstory. I, I, I don't um, doubt that. She is, uh, she's a, so she's half Vila, but she did right. join the dark side, oh. betraying the Vila laws. Oh, um, they, the Vilas have laws against going dark? Yeah, apparently, sure. <laughs> um, sure. But I then like she wants to come back, so she needs to earn her forgiveness and mm-hmm. be accepted by Vila society again. So she has mm-hmm. to go through a trial of redemption. What? I like it. Oh, shit. What? Uh, I like that. That's weird. Um. If she fails, she's banished forever. But if she <laughs> succeeds, she gets a sacred Vila wish. <laughs> this is a great too, story. It says, it says I, that I it like, could be whatever she wants. I like this story. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, her okay. So the trial of redemption of in in this in this OC's lore uh-huh. um, has to relate to the crime. So it's not just like any, like, it's not like just like a test of strength or whatever. Uh It has to be related to your crime. And her crime was to go join the dark side, right? Uh So her trial of redemption is to go back in time (laughs) and stop Tom Riddle from becoming Voldemort. What? Okay, cool. What? So does she do that by making out with him? Yeah, Clara's ah! packet goes back in time and falls in love with Tom Riddle. Nice. Um, and then you oh know it, she she will then have to decide between uh coming back to the future, um to to be with her family to get her wish, be, uh, get her Vila wish, mm-hmm. or to stay back in time with Tom Riddle, who she has fallen in love with. Do you think she could have come back to the present and then wished that Tom was there with her? Oh, I think or, that's a good workaround. Maybe that would work. Or or does the wish have to be not breaking the laws of magic? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I mean, what does she say, choose? It does, say, it does say the sacred Vila wish can be whatever she wants. What does she choose? There's they they only um wrote four chapters of it, Ugh. so it was never finished. They had to have plans. What were their I plans? Know. Oh, I mean, if you wanna if you wanna let us know what the rest of your plans were, this uh, Clara Annalise Paquette was sent to us by uh, Leba, and please, very good. Thank you very much for sending this to us. She's spectacular. She is wonderful. I want to hold for the end, please, for our OC segment. <laughs> what? It's, it's segmentception. <laughs> segment segment. within a segment. <laughs> Speaking of segments, it's time for the, the Rex Zone. Zone. I have. 
some really cute henny today. Oh, It's called Sharing the Blame, and it's a really cute get-together fic. Um, Love it. So check that out. I think Harry, Harry's really sweet in it, and he's thinking about how much he likes Ginny, and then... <laughs> I like Henny. Henny's very good. Um, you can find a link to that story in the description of this episode, and also on the list of recommendations on our website, fanaticalfix.com, which is also home to our submission form. The first story read today on this podcast. <laughs> Can I read two stories? I, I, my memory does not go back in time that far. <laughs> the first story was a listener submission. Um, we've been using a lot of listener submissions because y'all are so good mm-hmm. at finding that good, good shit. So keep sending mm-hmm. it in. Hell yeah. Also on our website, you can find a variety of merch. We've got bookmarks, Yes Glitter, on our website. And then there's a link to our tea Public where we have a variety of designs for like t-shirts and stuff. You can find us on social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Fanatical Fix. Tweet at us. Yep. Our email is fanaticalfix at gmail.com. Send us any submissions for any of our stupid segments. Any other thoughts you have? We've gotten some emailed in uh, predictions recently, which is really fun. So send in whatever to our email. Yeah. Um, if you want to help out the podcast, there's a couple things you can do. First things first, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Facebook. Or you can tell everyone tell about the everyone, podcast. Every single person <laughs> about the podcast. Trick everyone 2020. Hell yeah. The campaign continues. You can also email us still for those campaign tools. Yes. They're still I going out. Beginning... We're still doing that. Yes. We weren't for a while. And I'm well, beginning you know. to do that again. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Listen, we died under a pile of Yes Glitter and we are just coming back to life. Everything's fine. The mountain of Yes Glitters has gotten real small. and uh... Very small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can also help us out by joining our Patreon. We've got all kinds of fun, silly perks on there. Um, the patrons recently designed a new flag for the Ministry of Magic, which they took over. Mm-hmm. So They overthrew you know. the Ministry of Magic and then installed themselves as yeah. the new uh, Ministry of Magic to begin the Girl Rock Revolution, and then they designed yeah. a flag. Yeah. If that sounds like your kind of party... <laughs> Maybe join our Patreon. (laughs) Speaking of Patreon, if you support the podcast for a certain amount of time at certain tiers, you get a shout out on the pod in the form of a story snippet or summary or something that Sequoia is going to do. Every 100 years on the night of October 3rd, four muggles are transported to the wizarding world to make alliances between the magical and non-magical communities. As the night in question approaches, magical government officials from around the world gather at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry to welcome the non-magical ambassadors. The clock strikes 12. And four very confused teen girls appear in the courtyard. Wait, this is not Hollister, the blonde says slowly. 
Can Regina, Gretchen, Karen, and Katie create friendships between two very different worlds? Or will their inevitable rivalry with Draco, Greg, Vinny, and Blaze create a rift that will last centuries? And as our Mean Girls crossover, today is October 3rd. <laughs> we're going to go watch Mean Girls after this. Yeah, we're recording on October 3rd and it felt necessary. <laughs> oh. Shout out to Aya's Life, Shannon Williams, Emily Stavropoulos, Brooke Hicks, Paige Moorhead, and Jennifer Smith. Your support means so much to us. Thank you so much. Thanks also to the Whomping Willows for our amazing theme song. It is Wolf Star. Bye. Bye.